Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Buffaloed? I am, because after all, we are the Watchers of Movies. We are the back. Oh. We were not I guess on the I same didn't know we, have to get, we have to get back in the sink. We do. It's back been a, a month, guys. Yeah. Y'all. A month of living free. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I mean by that. No, towards the end of the month I was like itching to start getting back into like judging movies. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, did you have a nice break? I, I, I guess I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, Detroit. Yeah, I went Mike and I went to Detroit and that was really fun. We went to see an AEW show, which is a wrestling company, in Little Ce- at Little Caesars Arena. And oh. that arena is beautiful. It is state of the art. Where is that again? In Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Woodward is it, Street. Is it where the jo- jo- uh You could say whatever you want and I won't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's where the Joe Lewis Arena was. Okay, but I I don't think it is. But it's I know that they tore it down. To yeah, like and build, it's yeah. where the Red Wings and the Pistons play. Okay, and it is amazing, state of the art. And there was so many people there, and the crowd was really hot, and it was so fun. Um, so that was really cool. And we just you know hung out in Detroit for a night, so that was fun. We stayed in the same hotel that we stayed in a month ago, so that nice. was also. You guessed it, fun. <laughs> but yeah, so so it was a good trip. But we just did that like three days ago. So for the rest of the month, I was just sort of chilling, chilling. You know, being lazy, Hanging working out. a lot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. How about you? Um. Well, uh, the state of the world has kind of got me down <laughs> a little bit. Um. Understandably, and uh, especially you know what's happening in the United States because I live here and it affects me as a woman. Um. So there's that. Um, other than that, it's been, it's been okay. I wouldn't say it's been anything like super exciting other than I got a new laptop and it's a gaming laptop so now I can play Sims and it doesn't take forever for it to load. It is a really nice looking laptop. (laughs) I'm so excited. It's very pretty. Yeah, I, I dished out a little bit more money this time because I was like, I want something that like, I know what I want. I wanted, it has like, it has like it's like one terabyte of room on the solid state disk and then like two terabytes on the hard drive. Wow. Yeah, so it's got a lot of space and it's like 32 gigabytes of RAM. So it's really like it's a lot faster than, you know, I wanted I wanted one that was fast. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So um, you should um, you should play Gone Home. You should download Gone Home. You should buy it from Steam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's been really that's been really nice. You know, I got that like the other day, and so mm-hmm. it, I had it downloaded, and I got to play. Finally, played them last night because I thought that it had all downloaded in one fell swoop. It didn't. <laughs> that was just the base game. <laughs> the all the other packs had to download, and so that took like forever, and so I didn't get to play. But um, I got to play last night, so that was nice. Yeah, that's was, exciting. Like, exciting. That's yeah. cool. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, new laptops are the best. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's like not no longer like twenty minute waiting screens. <laughs> that was insane. I was like, I'm like, how are you still loading? How are you still doing this? So yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's gonna be 
it even looks like smoother you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah big time yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's made for gaming well and it's you know i mean it's, <laughs> it's a new. brand new computer versus mm-hmm. an eight-year-old computer which is yeah. like oh, do you really want to put more stuff on me <laughs> and i'm like yes i do and my computer's like okay but i can't handle it <laughs> i feel like my old computer because i used to edit on my old computer and then i got my new computer and I, it was like eking along and I was able to eke out just enough of a performance to edit and stuff, but I couldn't surf the web. I couldn't do Ugh, anything. It's terrible. And then I got my new computer and same as you, it was like a whole new world. <laughs> but then whole new world. <laughs> I had to get my old, I had to get on my old computer like a couple months later uh-huh. and it was like all it needed was for me to just like not use it and then it wouldn't it won't do anything you know and i think to myself what changed like it used to be fine but i think it's just it was just waiting it was just waiting to be replaced so it could finally die it was like i'm perishing now yeah i'm free of the responsibility (laughs) i have like a my really really old computer save that i haven't touched in like five years and i'm finally like okay i think it's time to throw this one away because i haven't touched it i don't need it and it like doesn't connect to the internet anymore anyway Mm, and it's also like 15 plus years old and it was a hand-me-down from my dad oh yeah seriously though dell computers are awesome they're really like that i wanted a dell computer when i went out i was like i know what brand i want because i know that this computer will last because i know yeah, that it's a you good want company something that's gonna last right. for sure yeah that's worth your money yeah yeah because i've gotten acer before and i would never ever ever recommend acer ever to anyone it's garbage it's a crap company <laughs> do not buy their products they suck they will die on you lauren i have exciting news acer is sponsoring the show <laughs> so. oh my god i love acer products that's crazy i had such a change of heart in the last 20 seconds yeah <laughs> so this show brought to you by not nah, just no. kidding it's not no. but um yeah no i i know like once you find something that works you gotta just keep exactly using yeah. it yeah yeah so that's exciting yeah Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it oh i wanted to say um so we kind of talked about under the banner of heaven oh remember so i watched it i watched part of it it was super boring and i didn't finish oh wow it was just like dragging on and on and i was like i wasn't even like really paying attention towards the end i only watched four episodes i don't even know how many there are but i was like if there's two i could probably get through this if there's four more episodes fuck that shit wow. i'm walking away yeah Jeez. but um daisy edgar jones is in it and she's in where the crawdads sing and oh, okay. i was like now i'm more excited than ever to see where the crawdads sing because she was like she had great screen presence and i thought she was really interesting so i was like okay mm. all right so interesting but i mean andrew garfield did a good job but it was just like the way it was presented was i feel like it should have been just shorter it yeah. did like it was it was dragging it was showing too much of like the brothers of like the husband of this murdered woman and the brothers were like really giant like sexist pieces of shit and so and they were just <clears throat> just like ranting on and on about like how women should be like subservient to men and i was like shut up <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. for a while i was like no one wants to hear your sexist ass like patriarchal views you know what i mean so i i I don't know. I I was just like, so I've heard stuff that it's not that great of a a show. And now I can see why people say that because interesting. I had a, I had a real struggle. Yeah. 
hmm. which is disappointing because it's like right up my alley. But yeah, I, I watched. Just didn't um, care. You were just reminded me that I watched a Netflix documentary that's like five episodes, and it's called "Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey." Oh, I watched that too. Whoa, <laughs> dude! Oh my god. I mean, I was like, I, I blown I, away by how awful that church is. The thing is, and this is something that really started disturbing me, is that um, I sort of think that I give people too much credit in general because, like, I'm watching that show and I'm thinking, like, surely human dis- decency will prevail. No, no. Like, surely this man loves his. Surely these men love their wives and they want to protect and take care of their wives. Oh no, they want to have another wife and or have like a lot of kids with them and have more and more wives and s- treat them all subs- like as second class citizens. Okay, oh, yeah. so yeah. they don't love their wives as much as you know. I would hope. Surely they love their children. Oh no, they marry no. their children off to old, disgusting yeah. men, like fourteen-year-old girls. Yeah, even and so younger. I just think like I know that there's. I think that there's a lot of people saying that people that would say like, "Well, you're in a cult." And I'm like, I don't know. I I know that cults brainwash people, case in point, but I I think I maybe was a little bit illusioned thinking that, like I said, human decency would prevail, and I can't understand how it doesn't. Like, how you can treat people the way that they treat people, especially people you claim to love. Like, it's one thing to treat people that you don't care about, but if you say you love someone and you are in a family or make a home with someone... I cannot. It's so crazy. Like a I lot know. of the episodes are really heavy, and the last episode especially because they played that soundbite from when he was going to oh rape my God, that twelve-year-old that 12 girl. girl. Oh my God! And I thought that was really intense. I did like a palate cleanse after each episode. Yeah, that was <laughs> it, was. it was. I I, I watched the thing. I think in like all in one setting or something like I that. I could not do that. I it couldn't. Was, <laughs> I, it took me a couple days. It was like. <clears throat> like I knew I knew the FLDS church was like a lot of trouble and I knew that they had child brides but that look, there was just so much more to it than I even realized and and like just like Warren Jeffs what a gigantic creep his voice is so creepy Ugh, like, I know and like, I don't know and he's like anybody- praying with yeah. them in like the prison I was like oh my god but I just I couldn't understand and you know I'm not part of a cult and I've never been part of a cult so I don't know <laughs> that's good I'm glad <laughs> thank you yeah um maybe I, I couldn't understand how all these people were still following him after yeah. all those you know mm-hmm. uh, like all these people find out that he's having he's he's committing statutory rape yeah you know like yeah. and he's basically stealing their money yeah and their businesses yeah and their like their families he's he would he would their remove, wives if a man if he thought a man was going to be a threat he would be like well your wife is no longer your wife she's this other guy's wife and i'm yeah. like how can people just stand by and let this happen i know well and, and i like know that you can say women. that about a lot of bad things happening in the right. world but in this like micro community i cannot believe that they would just like just let it happen it's i know so, it's it's really sad it's it's like really it's not sad. like rehoming a cat like this is a fucking person <laughs> i even think like you know rehoming a pet is kind of bonkers unless you have real like <laughs> yes. if you have a, a legitimate reason that i deem legitimate right <laughs> then sure i'm fine with it, if i deem this legitimate <laughs> then that's fine but any other no yeah. i'm sorry oh you're allergic there are allergy pills yeah, you should have you should have thought of that before you, you got thought a of that oh so you can't your allergies came later tough yeah <laughs> don't so, you love your cat <laughs> 
it's just it's really eye-opening and and very heavy and um and i think uh also people do a lot of horrible things in the name of religion yeah which is really sad and that didn't surprise me like i wasn't shocked by that but um yeah, that guy, Warren Jeff's voice is so creepy that I don't know how anyone followed him ever. Because as soon as he started I talking, I was like, why would anyone follow this guy? He's so weird. I know, and just he, like the stuff he was saying, like, it, it made yeah. my skin crawl. Like, yeah. I was just like, Ugh. Uh, if you want to watch another documentary that has to do with religion that will fuck you up, The the uh, Keepers is, oh okay. it's um it's very, very, very intense, and there's sexual abuse in okay. it. So, um, there's always sexual abuse I know. in these cases, and, and it's this, just w- like... This is like, it's almost it's even worse. It's really? almost even worse, yeah. It's, oh, it's it's pretty bad um it's a really it's a really good series and it but there's no like real answers towards the end so you're kind of like you like you want these people because it's about a murder you know <laughs> about a murder and um a murder of this nun and so these women oh, oh i yeah. have seen that i haven't watched it but i know what you're talking yeah, about now because yeah, i thought yeah. i'd never heard of it but i yeah it's on netflix yeah, yeah. i have seen that like it's the very picture. it's very like oh, it's just i might so check it out did you ever see the the magdalene sisters it's a movie uh-uh. but it's based on like the or philomena which is also no, a movie it's you have told the, me yeah. philomena though oh my gosh these this like catholic uh church or something nunnery maybe in ireland and just the way that they mistreated young women who got pregnant out of wedlock in like the 1950s not even that long ago isn't that crazy it's crazy crazy it's insane i yeah they're both uh, it's like every time or philomena is based on a true story but it's a it's like a movie it's not a documentary and the magdalene sisters is like a fictionalized story about so not neither one of them are documentaries right right Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It's like every time I think like the world's maybe a little bit better, I learn something else about it, and I go, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> just kidding." What was I thinking? Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. And I'm like, like <laughs> and I've had people tell me that I'm cynical before, and I'm like, "Why wouldn't I be cynical? <laughs> Look at the way the world is. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just acting. I'm just reacting to the world around me. I don't know what you're talking about. I you know think, what I mean? Like, I think one of the reasons <clears throat> that keep sweet, pray and obey was really disturbing to me was that even if the world is terrible you should always have people that get your back and these women like who had their back you know i know know. not even their parents really had their back and i thought that that was so sad like it was i was in a funk the first like i watched the first two episodes in in one sitting and i was just like after it was done i couldn't for like maybe 15 minutes i was like why am i so sad i feel so sad like i was really disturbed and then it I know that this might sound weird, but then I was like, oh, I bet, I think the show just put me, so I had to like, oh yeah, no, cleanse. I totally get yeah. it, I, I have to do that on the rag, like, um, there is actually, and this is like not even a true story, but there was a Law and Order SVU episode that, um, it, it messed me up so much that I had to like, I, I was like on the phone with Emily crying like I was like this episode fucked me up so much and I was like so upset about it yeah no I yeah so just hearing yeah. about crime sometimes can just be like yeah like I was in like a disturbing. Funk. I was yeah. like cool cool like this is fiction and I'm like <laughs> I don't know how people could do that for like a living like I don't ugh. either like crime scene investigators <laughs> I know I would never trust a single soul like I don't think I would be able to because I'd yeah. be like I'd be like I've seen two much shit for me to put my trust in anyone you know what i mean it would be hard it would be hard especially a stranger yeah so i do have we 
do have those questions. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> AKA this can be our palate cleanse. Okay. So <laughs> sounds good. I can we can do a couple before we talk about the movie. Okay. The movie. Um so so this one is most underrated and overrated movie, director, and actor. You don't have to do all. You can just do like underrated, overrated, movie, oh, director, or love actor. It. I already have an answer. Oh, do it. <laughs> okay. I want it. Overrated actor. Um, Johnny Depp. And this, I have to say this, this is not, has nothing to do with his recent feud with or not oh, feud yeah. but like because it's legitimate Court. I'm not I don't want to call you've like a feud been makes talk- it sound you've like been sh- talking about him for a while I've been so talking about him for a while yeah you were the OG Johnny Depp but <laughs> uh, I don't I, know I would call him hate I, it's not a hate thing like because I like his older movies you know mm-hmm. but I think everything after Pirates of the Caribbean was just it like went totally downhill I think mm-hmm. that he kind of plays like Captain Jack just in different styles of clothing yeah yeah i didn't see the second uh fantastic beast and where to find them because he was in it oh okay like i was Jeez. well because he <clears throat> so now you know because you've seen the harry potter movies that's right so there was a character played by um colin farrell and he was taking polyjuice potion to look like colin farrell but he was actually Johnny as everyone Depp, does right <laughs> Oh, okay. And I see. he was actually Johnny Depp. And when they revealed it, I was, I think I was in the theater and I went, oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, come. I was so <laughs> disappointed that I was like, I refuse to see the second one, which I probably will see now because I do want to see The Secrets of Dumbledore. And I think that you kind of have to see it in order to understand what's going on. But I'm going to complain the entire time. <laughs> and, and you should. I should. Yeah. Um, overrated director, James Wan. He does um the like uh like the conjuring and and uh oh yeah insidious he does all those shitty uh, okay. horror movies yeah <laughs> yeah um what is what's uh underrated or overrated movie actor or director and or oh, okay um I'm trying to think of underrated I think Sofia Coppola is underrated I agree yeah. I would agree I feel like. People give her a bad rep because they think like she has there's some nepotism, but I actually think she's really talented. I think so too. Yeah, Not, I mean, I've really and I like have even seen clips of her scenes from like The Godfather that everybody just lambastes from every direction. They all hate. Oh, yeah, it. that's right. And I don't she's think there, yeah. that like The Godfather are really boring movies. So I'm not <laughs> sure why her that. performance is the thing that people just. It's probably because she's a woman to hate i mean she's not yeah she's probably not gonna win an oscar but i mean it's not like she's it's not like they put her in like a really exciting and awesome succinct sort of movie you know so, right but as a director i agree with you yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and then underrated actors Kristen stewart <laughs> Yeah, I love her, and that's I think a hill right. that I will I think die she's, on. Well, like, I think I she's coming around for people. I think so I too. Think people are seeing her potential. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, like I've been advocating her for her for like years. I, I've loved her. I've loved her before Twilight. Okay, well, I liked her. I didn't say I love. I wouldn't say I loved her, but I saw her in The Messengers, and I I liked her in that, and it was like an okay movie. But I thought she did a decent job. And then you know I liked her in Twilight, and I had read the books before, so like I knew that Bella was like a super boring and two dimensional <laughs> character, and I thought she did a great job playing a super boring two dimensional character. Yeah. And then you know I'm like, 
like so anytime I talk about her, I'm like, if you're gonna judge her based on her previous shit, you should see Welcome to the Rileys and you should see Spencer and then you will see that she is actually like a talented actress. Yeah. You know, especially mm-hmm. Spencer. Big so, time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So those are mine. Okay, so I have a couple. Um overrated. Uh this isn't news to anyone, but I, I generally am not super f- a fan of Hat Hathaway. Mm-hmm. I think she's a little bit overrated for me. And I, I mean her... I don't think she's super dynamic. Um, most of her roles are in Hathaway, and that gets yeah, on I my nerves. Yeah, I can see that. And um, so, yeah, she's just not my favorite. Uh, that I mean, you know, and... Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. About, I had a movie in mind. <laughs> well, oh, do you want to do the thing I do with my parents? Are I trying to figure it out? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let's see. Overrated movie. It was in my head. <laughs> Just recently. Uh, and it is gone um <laughs> were you hoping it would appear as soon yeah as you i was that hoping sentence? let's see here i feel like um underrated let me see i think your answer of sofia coppola is really good for underrated directors um overrated directors uh i might say <laughs> just getting embarrassing now <laughs> i do think um chris uh chris evans is slightly overrated as an actor yeah um, i could kind i could kind of see that he kind of annoys me in every role except captain america and i think because he seems self-righteous and but in captain america he's supposed to be a little self-righteous so it works right right yeah so. um yeah, he, like, especially in Red Sea Diving Resort. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think part of that was the director, but I, I was like, I don't give a shit about Chris Evans working out. Like, let's talk about these people who are fucking dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, you know. He's like, I have muscles, by the way, and I'm like, great. You know what? <laughs> Every actor in Hollywood does, so congratulations. Like, you went to the gym. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> wow. The gym. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think of anything. Let me. Let's just go to the next one. Okay. Because right you now I'm drawing to a it. complete blank. I totally get it. Um, favorite. Oh, this one. I. Uh, everyone knows my answer, but favorite animated film and or kids film, and mine is obviously Storks. Um, <laughs> yes, I also I really. I, I've always liked The Little Mermaid. That was one of the first movies I ever saw in the movie theater. Was The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. And I like the Disney uh, Robin Hood as well. That's one of my favorites. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Zootopia was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, Obviously, right. I've, yeah. I have a lot of Howl's Moving think Castle about art. Studio Ghibli. Um, but I would say, like, if I was going to do like a Disney um, Beauty and the Beast, I've talked about many times before, and I love Aladdin. So nice. I think those are mine. Oh, and um, the Emperor's New Groove. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I think you should. I think I, you'd yeah, like people, it. Yeah, people it's, tell it's me. It's really it's a pretty funny movie. Yeah, I'm worried that I've like talked it up too much, but I also feel like I haven't because y- you just have to see it. It's it's just a clever, right, cute movie. You yeah, know? yeah. 
Okay. Well, well I'll have you watch it sometime. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. I'm up for it. <laughs> I am. Okay, we'll do a couple more. Okay. This movie would be a perfect film except for this one freaking thing. <laughs> oh, gee, let me think. Um, the Gentleman. Um, the Kingsman. <laughs> You know what both of those parts are. <laughs> yes, we have talked about those. Yes, we have. Yeah. So those are my answers. Um, I know. It's like ugh, that one freaking thing can really just fuck up a movie for you, can it? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this movie called The Way, Way Back, which I generally really enjoy. Um, it has I've heard about that Sam one. Rockwell in it. Oh, I love him. And I feel like I like his character in the movie up to a point, but there's oh. a certain point where his character, he's too, um, he has like a, I guess he has like a learning story where he becomes more responsible, but he's like slightly too irresponsible and, and it starts to like really annoy me. Um, but I really, I still really like his character. I just wish it stopped because it's actually held me back from like suggesting it to people because I'm like, oh, oh people might think that this movie is dumb and it's, you know, so. Right. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes some movies have like characters where they grow and then they just kind of stop growing and you're like, what, they were on a great path. Why did you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I didn't think he would, like, he was pretty irresponsible for some of it. And then he just suddenly had a change of heart. And I thought that that was badly done as well. Oh, yeah. That's, like, so, yeah. But. It doesn't just, like, happen. Mm-hmm. Usually people have to, like, experience trauma or, like, something that really messes, the, like, makes them realize, oh, shit, I really messed up. And now I have to be, yeah, you can't just, yeah. <laughs> like, shit just doesn't just happen. People don't just have these, like, revelations, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, they um, don't just suddenly become responsible overnight. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not, yeah. 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 And there's this part in it that really bothers me also that where there's this, this like, urban legend throughout the movie, because it's about a, a water park, and there's this urban legend throughout the movie that to somebody passed another kid like one kid passed another kid in the tube slide and then these two kids get stuck trying to do it and he like sends another kid down to like bust him free and i'm like no i don't like this at all either they so. were like caught in the slide trying to have sex no trying to like pass the, oh like, okay okay yeah, no okay not, like, sex yeah like, like, passing trying one. to do it so i was like oh, oh okay no. <laughs> okay here's the la- let's do this one and then okay your favorite movie as a kid or teenager and do you still love it today okay so actually um i think this is a i really like and i've talked about this before i really liked the rudyard kipling jungle book Mm, it's with mm -hmm. lena Headey and sam neill whatever um and i did recently watch it with the past couple months because i bought it um online and i have to say that it I still do like it. I wouldn't say I love it as much as I did when I was a kid. I definitely have grown up a lot, and there's a lot of... um, There were just, like, little things here and there where I was like, that could be written better. But um, overall, yeah, I would say. Yeah. 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 What about you? Um, I really loved the movie Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. (laughs) Is that the Gabriel... Anwar. Anwar, yeah, that's yeah. I forgot her name. Um, yeah. She's actually in that show, You, and she plays a huge bitch oh, in that. Oh, wait, is that her? Hold on, I have to look it up. Well, no, anyway, that's Saffron Burroughs. Oh, okay. Sorry, just kidding. Well, Saffron Burroughs. I really loved that movie uh, uh, growing up, and I still like it. I've watched it as an adult. I recognize that it's not great, but it's. But and you I liked it as a sort kid. of went on a deep dive. Like, I own the book, the woman that the real life story was based on, and. 
two thumbs up. I still really like it. It's a great story. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you want to do more. the rest of the list next time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we should get to the movie. Okay. I think this so. This movie was suggested by Isabella. Yes, it was. Thank you, Thank Isabella. Isabella. So I'm curious, what do you think of the movie? Um, I liked it. <laughs> Me I too. thought it was really fun. I thought Zoe Dutch. Is it Dutch or Deutsch? Dutch? I don't Deutsch. know. I'm going to say Dutch. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I thought she was. Uh, magnetic she did such a good job and i've seen her in talk shows and i haven't seen her on too many movies but um she was in zombie land 2 and she stole the show on her little part of zombie land 2 <laughs> and she's just really like fun and energetic in interviews she and is. stuff and yeah. i thought she was awesome in this movie um she's I got think great stage presence or screen her, presence i mean yeah without her i don't think the movie would be anything to write home about no so to i speak. totally agree but i i thought it was fun it was cute and it was fun and it was creative and it was sort of um hip and modern and fresh feeling mm-hmm. and fast paced which i really appreciated and it, it was it was just good so you liked it as well yeah it was um it was nice seeing uh noah reed who played her brother outside of because he's in Shit's creek oh. his character's named patrick and he's the cutest ever he's so adorable and they like totally love him <laughs> anyway um he uh <clears throat> And I think that actor's really cute anyway. But um, it was nice seeing him in, in the, like a role outside of that. So that was kind of interesting. And I love Judy Greer. And I did too. Yeah. She was, her and Zoe Dutch were the two that I was like, yeah, they're both yeah. really good. Judy Greer is good in everything. She's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome, yeah. Um, and Jay Courtney, which I think is actually pronounced Guy. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I've never actually seen his name spelled Let's see, out I'm until gonna, I saw it. And I was like, that's how his name is spelled? It's I'm like, gonna, hi, hi, is it guy? I don't know. Hi, I'm, it's J-A-I, right? Yeah, J-A-I. Because, like, I know there's that Let's Brazilian see. sport that's really dangerous called Hi, a lie. And oh. that one is, that's J-A-I. And so I have no idea how to spell his name or how to pronounce his name. I don't know. Let's see. But he's like that one guy from that one thing. Like, I've seen him in a bunch of things, but I didn't actually know his name. It is generally pronounced as a word as Jai. Jai. Who is talking right now? But as a name. Oh, just a how to pronounce it as J. J. Jai. I, it's hard because it's a name and it's not like a Jai, standard Jai. pronunciation <laughs> yeah. for everyone. We can, we can just call him Jay if that's easier. Sure. I mean, okay. And we don't, you know, if he wants to come and correct us, he can. <laughs> Anytime. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. He actually was in the show Spartacus. Um, Sporadicus. Spor- <laughs> We're going to watch Sporadicus. Um, he was in the show. Uh, spe- okay, wait. No, before I'm going to go off just a little quick because you just mentioned Clueless. So there is a video that Alicia Silverstone made with Christian Siriano. The, the, um, From the- Project Runway? <laughs> yeah, oh, a, wow. He's a fashion designer. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the scene where... Um, we're in Clueless, where she's like baking something when Christian comes over, and he goes, "Honey, you bake." <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. it was fun. It was on TikTok, and I was like, "I love this. I love this so much." Um, but it was fun too because it was like his name is actually Christian, so you know, yeah, <laughs> it was cute. Anyway, so <clears throat> he was in Spartacus, Spartacus, and uh, I liked his character in that. His character was a gladiator. And Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was uh I don't remember a lot about him, but I remember like like I don't know if I really, really loved him. He wasn't my favorite. My favorite was Crixus. And that was played by Manu Bennett. Um who was just like super hot. But like 
that's only part of it <laughs> anyway but uh so i've seen him in, i think he was also in the first jack reacher and i think that's all i've seen him in yeah oh yeah he yeah. has a very distinct face he, he does. has a very villainous face I he think. does and mm-hmm. i so like when i was watching the movie i was like man i kind of want these two to hook up <laughs> Oh, gross. Because he was At like first. so gross. I know. He was so like, gross. The first thing he said but when he saw like, exactly, her was that she was a piece. I know. And, is, that, and like I kind of like wanted like a gross, like uh, toxic relationship. Gosh, I did too. not. I was excited when he put her arm, his arm around her and she was like, get your arm yeah, I off of me. I was <laughs> like, then, good like, for you. As the, sh- as the movie went on, I was like, absolutely not. This is, he's gross. Um, also, he runs like a super shady business oh, in a he's, dirty warehouse. Yeah, he's like, nasty. I feel like he's and just And he gross. like beats the shit out of pe- like his like workers too. I mean, this guy yeah. is such a, no, he, uh, I, I almost didn't recognize him at first because, um, again, the only roles I've really seen him in are, you know, like have been years and years ago. So, uh, what I remember him looking like was like a little paler and he had like curly blonde hair. And so when he came on the screen, I was like, wait, oh, that's Jay Courtney. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's got this like, he just looks like he, you know, he like goes to the tanning salon and he's got that like really fake, like orangish tan, you know, and, he, and he's so sleazy the whole movie. Like yeah, just so pretty sleazy, like creepy and sleazy. And, and then he's not like nice to his like brother, like his brother's <laughs> wife or anything. <laughs> he's like always mad that she doesn't put enough marshmallows in her ambrosia salad. <laughs> Tell your wife to put more fucking marshmallows on her fucking ambrosia salad. Yeah. He's like, your wife is too stingy with her fucking marshmallows <laughs> i was like dude um but um yeah i enjoyed it i was actually like i thought it was a fun movie through the Me whole too. movie yeah. i i was rooting Here's for her thing i think zoe dutch is a very underrated actress uh, yeah she should be I in totally so agree. much more because she's so enigmatic is that the right word um that means mysterious she's not enigmatic <laughs> She's so effervescent. Don't correct me on this one. I'm confident. I'm sticking with it. You should. Just she's just she's just a delight. Yes. She is a delight. She is. And I think she should be cast in so many more things. Yeah. And I've never heard of this movie. I am so not either. Isabel, thank you for that as well. Yeah. And um and she's her mother is uh what's her name? From uh like her real life mom? Yeah, Leah, Th- Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't Is know that? that. I learned it on Wikipedia. I wonder <laughs> the Wikipedia. <laughs> I wonder who her dad is. Well, his name is also there, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. uh, but anyway, yeah, and I did not know that well, they were mother I and was daughter. like wondering if she had a famous dad. Mm, no, I don't. Like, because <laughs> I like. I mean, I was thinking like Dakota Johnson's got like famous parents and grandparents. I mean, you know, he could so. be famous, just not to me. No, oh, okay, because it probably said what is professional. Maybe, well, maybe he was a screenwriter or a producer. Right. Or, I don't know, McDonald's manager. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Lauren. The most famous McDonald's manager in the world. I have my here, but I refuse to look at it. Okay. <laughs> They're still married, though. I not that Leah Thompson's, like, you know, super, super... Well, she's famous, but she's not, like, you know, I mean, she's not, like, Angelina Jolie levels of famous, mm-hmm. you know, so... I hope she listens to this, because we were doing really well until just now. <laughs> no, I, um... Uh, I can't even think of anything he's been in. <laughs> she was in Space Camp. She was in Red Dawn. She was in Caroline in the City. Oh, which was the, the Red Dawn the 90s. Was, was Swayze? Yes. Oh man, I saw that movie. That movie was 
I went in that movie thinking it was like, did you have ever seen it? I will not make one comment <laughs> until you finish what you're okay. saying. Um, I went into it thinking it was like kind of going to be a little bit lighter hearted and it was super, super depressing and super sad. And I would like, I like finished the movie being like, <laughs> okay, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I was like really upset by that movie. <laughs> what? What do yeah, you think? No, I, I think it's very dumb. <laughs> It's on our list. We, sh- we should delete it off our list. I knew that you, I knew that you, I had a memory of you saying that it really affected you. And, um, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the on our list. One, though, not the new one. I've never seen the new one. Okay. Okay. Because I assume the new one was shit, but. And that's different than the old one <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> Avenge me. I don't Listen, remember that I'm not a fan. Though. I'm not a fan. I knew it was on our list. Actually, it was on TV last weekend, and Mike and I caught most of it. And I said, "Oh, this is on our list," but I really am like not yeah, if like in a hurry to review it. And I didn't expect it to come up in today's episode, actually. But oh. I just found out that Zoe Dutch and is the progeny of one of the actresses, and it's a whole thing. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah I, it's <laughs> funny. No, it really. I, I mean, I saw, I've seen it years and years ago. It was like four years ago or something. So um, it's okay if it, if you were sad by it. It's just I, I was, personally I was, was not. It, it, yeah, the, it is. I mostly remember the scene where Jennifer Grey dies, and that was really, really sad. Just depressing, and yeah. So, um, I remember liking it. I don't know how I feel about it now, (laughs) but whatever. (laughs) By the way, everyone, we have passed our second year. Oh, no, is it our third year? Oh, my gosh. Our third year. We started in May 2019. (laughs) This is our third year of doing this podcast. Isn't that crazy? It is pretty crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I uh, I really liked the production design in this movie. They made Buffalo just look like brown and gross and yeah. dead, and I thought that was really well done. I know. I was like, uh, okay, so mental note, don't ever go to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm it, good. Um, I could skip Buffalo this time. <laughs> but when I go to New job. York next time, I'll skip Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. I drove, I drove through Buffalo within the last few years because yeah. I went to... Uh, a wedding in rochester and then we went to niagara oh. falls and then we drove through buffalo and it looked like a like a big a bigger city but um yeah it made the suburbs of buffalo just look real gross but that was the yeah. intention and i thought that was was really well done yeah well and they're all like hustling to make money you mm-hmm. know i mean i <clears throat> i think jj was really the only one that was kind of doing everything above board yeah whereas like the mom you know she was i don't think she was paying taxes yeah she, she was, had like an unregistered beauty yeah. salon in her house yeah yeah i like that she had that one friend or one <laughs> client that just like hung out there all the time and then what, what was the prosecutor's name by the way whenever i heard the hear Bram? the word prosecutor um there's a <laughs> in arrested development uh job calls them prosecuties he's like oh look at that prosecutie over there and so now well, they'll be like they'll like i'll be watching something they're like blah blah, blah prosecutor and i'll go prosecutie <laughs> yeah graham he was a real prosecutie yeah yeah graham. i was actually really like my light-hearted romantic comedy heart really loved their like meet cute and their relationship and i actually kind of started getting sad that zoe kind of seemed like <laughs> 
Zoe's name is Peggy. Peg. Peg, yeah. Peg kind of seemed like a little bit of a piece of shit. And I mean that in the best yeah, of ways. No, like, she definitely her character was, a little... was, was not always like a character that I was empathetic with, but I still always enjoyed her. I think right, she did that really right. well. But I was like I was rooting kind for of, her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was kind of sad because I wanted her to be like more admirable because I thought he was really cute and I liked how they met and right. I liked their relationship but she seemed to use him a couple times and I was never oh, quite sure for sure how much yeah. she actually liked him or how much she was using him yeah because there's that scene where she went to his office and she had like that monologue which I think was for us more mm-hmm. than anything when he left the room and she's like I really like him and I want to be with him but I also want to get this thing done that I have to do and I was like okay so she's making us feel better about her using him right and he totally didn't seem to care much at all no I know so he, he well I mean he I like that he had his own values and stuff mm-hmm. that he was like really sticking by yeah me too and and then he was like you know so when she called him he's going hey do, are you still doing the thing that you're doing and she's going uh yeah and he goes okay and he hangs up the phone. Yeah, and I was, I was like, okay, I appreciate that. I Me respect too. it. Yeah, you, like a man needs to have a code. A woman needs to have a code. Sure. Obviously, her yeah. code's a little shaky, <laughs> but his code is a lot stronger. Yeah, but um, so that that thing that she did uh, when she called the police d- th- has a certain term. It's called swatting. I don't know if you knew that. I was li- I was watching a um, a program about people that do swatting to each other. And it was like really messed up. There was this like, there's this one guy who was getting famous and making money off of swatting. Oh, do they do that when people are doing like Twitch streams and stuff? Yeah, so that I yeah, know what you yeah. Mean. Okay, but there's like a whole story behind this one dude who, um, like, basically, what happened is the the guy that was swatting had some other dude be like. They were, like, arguing. It was, like, a stupid game. It was so ridiculous. It was a fucking game. Like, who cares? And the the guy that uh, was going to be swatted gave him an address, but it wasn't his address. So the police went to this address, and they ended up killing a guy <gasps> that lived there. Oh, oh my God. Man. It was awful. It was, like, so traumatizing because the guy's dying and the police won't let like his family touch him and so they're they're they're, like removing the family from the house and the dudes like they're like having to step over their like father as he's dying on the floor and i was like it's traumatizing enough to have this happen when you have no idea what the hell's going on and like and that but then like your father gets fucking killed and you there's nothing you can do about and he died it's like it was really really, yeah and so but her doing the swatting felt like um, poetic justice, in my opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like I was like, yeah, fuck you. What's his? What's well, Jake Cody's name I mean, again? He was actually like she was actually calling the cops on a criminal. That's it wasn't true. Like That's a, true. It wasn't yeah. a prank. It's a yeah. little bit different. Like, what? Let me uh, let me pull up the thing. Okay, before we go further, before yes. we go further, you should probably give a synopsis because we keep <laughs> forgetting. We forget to yeah. See. Okay, so uh, Peg is a young woman living in. Um, in buffalo new york and she is she's you know grew up in like a pretty like lower class family so she like has always kind of had this hustle like wants to you know get out of buffalo wants to make a bunch of money she has these boxes that she's like if i fill 10 of these we can get out i thought it was cute she called them peggy banks (laughs) (laughs) we do um she's like we can get out you know whatever um well so when she's like what's she like 
18 or something. Yeah, she, she had just gotten accepted to, like, a, I think an Ivy League school. Yeah, yeah. So she, she just got accepted to, like, Yale or something. So it's, anyway, big deal either way. She's super smart, clearly. And um, she decides to sell fake Bills tickets because a lot of people love the Bills. <laughs> that was like Buffalo. an ongoing theme. That was it. It was a huge theme. <laughs> yeah. People were like obsessed with the Bills, and I was like, I don't even know what sport this is. It's football. Is it? Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, um, so she sells all these fake tickets to people. They look pretty legitimate. Well, she gets caught. She goes to prison. She goes to prison for forty months. So she's in there for a while, like a little under what three or like just a little under four years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, <laughs> took me a second. It's it's a little. It's more like a little bit over it's 40, three years. Forty Whatever. months. Is Forty what months. <laughs> we don't need to get into the nitty gritty. <laughs> Let's get into the math of it. Um, and one plus one is two. Um, anyways, <laughs> so uh, so so much for the Ivy League school. Now she's a felon, and so she's kind of like SOL. And she gets out, and she realizes that there's a way to make money. It's not exactly ethical, but it's through... Um, Debt collection. Thank you. I forgot the word for it. <laughs> Debt collection. I hope you did. Otherwise, I just jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> Debt collection. And uh, basically, she realizes that she can make a lot more money not working with the asshole that she's is her boss. And so she starts to do that. Well, he doesn't like that. And so he starts to retaliate. And that's pretty much what the movie's about. Yeah. 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 He's like, the, he calls himself like the kingpin. Yeah. And he's yeah. just a, he's just a sexist jackass that, you know, like has an, like a song in his house that's so no not a sauna a um tanning bed oh yeah <laughs> you know listen there's nothing wrong with tanning but when if this character has a tanning bed in his house it makes him more of an asshole for some reason <laughs> did i miss something no did he have a tanning bed in his house no I just oh you're mean, just making a joke just making i a was joke. like in my head i was like think 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 where was what scene did the tanning bed come in okay i just noticed that he was like bit like he very you ta- live in yeah. buffalo and you're like super tan yeah. you're not you're yeah. not like going out and laying outside you have a fucking tanning bed or you're going to the tanning salon yeah. either way but mm-hmm. for some reason just his attitude like i don't like if you have one that does not make you an asshole but he in particular for some reason that just makes him more of an asshole yeah sure. yeah I'm glad that you've properly Thank not you. offended uh, all of our listeners who have tanning beds. <laughs> fix it. Hey, you I mean, tanning it. can be good for like psoriasis. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm trying to like, listen, this is the person who's never tanned in their life. Okay. You are hearing this from the like literally probably the palest person on the planet. Like albinos. Sure, they're paler, but only slightly. <laughs> I am so pale. My dad once told me that if my mom hadn't married him, that my sister and I would be fluorescent. Oh, wow. Jeez. Because <laughs> he's kind of got like yeah, a ruddy she's complexion. Got that, she's got that Italian. Yeah. yeah. Well, and a northern Italian, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around Naples. Is that northern Italy? I think so. You're asking me? <laughs> anyway, it's around Naples. So, Foggia is what the, the city's called. Uh, it was, that was my grandma. Anyway. <laughs> where my grandma's from anyway i liked in the movie that there was these like recurring themes that were sometimes like most of the time amusing sometimes i was like eh. but um i liked the bill the bills theme like how everyone in the town was like obsessed with the bills 
And then even when oh, she got her own too. office going, she like took them to a Bills game. And the wings, like like the town was just obsessed with the eating chicken wings. <laughs> and I thought yeah, it was, was like the two places. Well, it was like the Duff. Was it Duff or something? Yeah, and then like Anchor Duff's or whatever. And Anchor. Yeah. Was like, and um, I thought it was a little bit far fetched that the judge was eating wings I during the not trial. Like that. That and drove I, me nuts. Like, I was like, talk about unprofessional. If, yeah, I think in since the movie is so self contained and they've created their own universe it works but very like it just works you know like I totally agree it's not my favorite part of the movie i think if it never existed i don't think the movie would i mean the movie could only be made better if it right. didn't exist but it, it wasn't it didn't ruin it just because like i said right everything they created was just like right within itself so i bought it it, it was, was like self-contained yeah yeah but um yeah the judge like eating wings and, and like the second time around i thought it was funny but the fact that they had to do it the first time to make the second time funny was yeah. like eh, mm-hmm. like you didn't need to do this yeah you know? and how like the judicial system is based on which bar you go to it's, <laughs> it's shaky it's a shaky basis but yeah you know yeah. but I, I really i i did laugh how like the the word jag off was used so much like <laughs> jag off <laughs> and they all had that like midwestern accent like hey oh don't you know you know so um so i thought that that was funny that they all sort of talk like that or a lot of them did and uh and they none of them lost it like some characters lose the accent in certain scenes and in some movies you know but this movie it was very it was good yeah did you also notice that she wore red and black the entire movie yeah i was like and i well only like when she was in prison she wore like bluish Mm -hmm. but like that's different because you're wearing like a uniform it always it always fascinates me how um your cat's trying to get in the closet it always fascinates me when in a movie like this where you have like a cute main actress but they sort of like they did their best to make her look sort of like someone who would just come from a normal neighborhood uh-huh. and not a movie star like she was wearing like oversized tracksuits yeah. that weren't very fashionable she had a lot no. of scrunchies and she was still really cute but they did a lot with costume design to make it look like no her priorities are not fashion oh her yeah, priorities yeah. are making money it looked it and reminded me that like it made me think maybe like the stuff she was wearing was like her dad's yeah it yeah. kind of looked or like her brother's even. yeah like yeah. it looked like hand-me-downs from men mm-hmm. it didn't look like women's clothing yeah. like all of it was like really really oversized it was like it like windbreakers or like yeah. bowling shirts it looked comfy like she looked comfy the whole movie um but yeah like the scrunchies and everything was so because uh, this is you you kind of assume that it takes place in present day yeah. time you know mm-hmm. um so the scrunchies thing i thought was kind of funny because it was just like like no one's used scrunchies yeah, well, like for someone, <laughs> I liked it because it was like for someone so savvy she doesn't look the part necessarily right, right. and I think that that rings true with how like she was so focused mm-hmm. you know and yeah. she could get through any situation with her wit and her cleverness. I know, so. and people really liked her too. Yeah, you know, yeah. like she, you know, she made that friend in prison. What was the friend's name? Um, the was it Rhonda? The yeah, I think so. The the prostitute or whatever. Or Francis. Francis. Rhonda was the one who kept coming to the beauty salon. Francis was the prostitute. And then there was right, that other right, woman, right. Backer. Yeah, Backer. Yeah. So she was Backer was the um, like the big head honcho had like her own market in the prison and i like when she she came out and uh 
and Peg approached her and she's like, everyone thought you were dumb except for me. She's <laughs> like, I was, I, I know how smart you are. You're so smart. And I was like, this girl, she's, she's, she's a, a hustler. She is. <laughs> she's like, a she, major hustler, you know, and, oh and she, but you know, I can understand from backers perspective why that would be a really appealing offer because you just came out of prison. You have no idea where your next meal or money is going to come from. I mean, you might go to like a halfway house for a bit and like have someone to help you, which I kind of assume. But at the same time, I, I pretty much feel like people um, like once you're out of prison, they're like, we don't really care what you do. Just don't get in trouble again. Bye. And it's hard to you find a, like a really good job. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're a felon. So you're going to be working like shit jobs and you're going to make any shit money. So when she had this offered her, I could see, I could see myself doing the same thing if I was in her position. I'd be like, you know what? Sure. Why not? You know, um, you wouldn't want to go back to prison. So you want to make sure it's like above board or whatever. But uh it's just it was like just her hustle was so good and and then like there's like the indian guy uh prakash who like came out and had that like super thick indian accent (laughs) that she starts talking to him and he just like loses it right away and i was like and and uh i was like he's got that hustle going on i love i loved how she like collected the people she was gonna hire to work for her uh, I thought it was really clever <laughs> that she was, she could see their talent. Yeah, and uh, then the super religious guy. He's like, for five hundred and fifty dollars or five hundred and fifty nine dollars, you can have your sins washed away. <laughs> it's funny. He was a that actor was in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and his son he was like a he's like a captain or something so he's like a high-ranking like police officer in like the government or whatever and his son is like this giant piece of shit and he's like painting penises on like cop cars and stuff (laughs) like that and so they're trying to get this kid like you know in trouble but he's got this like really powerful father and so he comes in and gino is played by um uh remember her name chelsea peretti she's like um there's a guy here super old super hot super angry (laughs) (laughs) and i always think of that whenever i see him in anything (laughs) yeah he was good i liked how each of them brought their own flair Mm -hmm. to the debt collection business that she was starting yeah and he's like he's like the lord will thank you if you pay off this debt you will not be in stress anymore and it was just it was so (laughs) It was like so like I could see how you know there's there's all these different people from all these different walks of life and I could see how all, like cumulatively they could all be really successful because they're talking to all different people from all yeah. different walks of life so they know snake oil sales Yeah like they yeah. know like oh I'm I'm picking up something about you and so now I'm going to exploit that something to get into your good graces to yeah. you know try and convince you to pay off this debt so um, that was clever, and I and I liked that it was like not really like actors that we knew, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only yeah. recognize that one guy, and only because he's been in Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah, <laughs> which is funny because remember when I was talking about that show Cardinal, and I thought that I had recognized the guy that played Cardinal because he was an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, it's not the same actor. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I realized that as I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine later because I rewatch that show a lot because it makes me happy, and I was like, wait. Wait, no, that's that's not the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> they do win some, lose some. To be fair, they do look a lot alike, but they're definitely not the same person. Yeah, <laughs> it 
this is that's how it goes sometimes well it's just like this is not remotely the first time that this has happened to me where i'm like this is the same person and then i'm like billy Connolly and uh john cleese turns out are actually two different people <laughs> or jay chillenhall and toby mcguire didn't know that one for a long time thought they were the same person really mm-hmm. this was like before he was spider-man so it was a long time ago Oh, so, like, you thought Jake Gyllenhaal was in the Cider House Rules? Yeah. I never saw Cider House Rules, but, yeah, I thought they were the same person. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do look a lot alike. Don't they, they play brothers in a movie? I think it's called Brothers. Oh, yeah, with so Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah, she's, like, having an affair with both of them or something. Or yeah. I never saw it. It kind of was, like... I didn't see it either. I was, like, I'm not, like, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Tobey Maguire fan. Like, he's fine, but I'm not, like, going to actively seek out his shit, you know? Yeah, I, um... I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal has really taken a leap for me and gotten much better as he's aged. Yeah. Like, his more recent movies, I've thought his performances were way better than the performances when he was a young, yeah. like, just starting. Yeah, uh, I think he's sort of found his own voice. I think and so, I too. And I consider Brothers to be, like, pre that period. <laughs> yeah. And so I never saw it either. Uh, but I, I like Tobey Maguire just fine. Yeah, I, like I, I'm, I really, like, I wouldn't say I'm kind of like indifferent. It's I don't. Like yeah. I, I just don't actively seek out his movies, but I don't dislike him. Mm-hmm. But he's he's just fine. He's just yeah. kind of there, you know. He is. Yeah. So back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that I thought the movie did really well was that the concept of I actually had to like research the concept of debt collection after because mm-hmm. I didn't fully understand what the hubbub was all about. I didn't really understand debt collection. Um, but they explained it enough for me to be on board to know, like, good guys, bad guys, legal, illegal, you know what I mean? And, um, there was this part, and it kind of reminded me of, like, the big short, but, like, much better explained. Was the big short about the housing crisis? About the housing crisis, and, um, and I watched the big short, and it was just, like, really confusing. Lots of concepts. They tried to dumb down, but the movie was so fast because it was trying to be so slick that a lot of it was... I was just like, I don't don't know what's going on. In this movie, there was a point where I started thinking to myself, it was early when she was at the debt collection office talking to Wiz, the Kingpin guy, the first time, and, and he was sort of explaining paper to her and stuff which was the debt, like, the debts are written on these pieces of paper Speaking that of, are called paper. when she holds up the paper, like, to all her crew, and she's like, these are paper, they're like, duh. <laughs> but she doesn't that. take the time to explain no, it. she doesn't. Because the reason they explained it to begin with was for right, us, you right, know? But right. yeah, I like that she didn't, like, take the time and to explain it to them. They were just like, yeah, we yeah. know what paper looks like, thank you. But, so he was explaining it to her, and I was thinking to myself, this this movie is uh the concept is a little bit higher and a little bit more confusing than i anticipated and then she's they like did this like film trick and she was like okay are you confused listen to this uh, yeah, and then I she like did like uh, did breaking the fourth wall and explained it to us and i was like thank you and i thought it was really clever and the movie is just like it's it's its own little funny machine mm-hmm. and i think it's very clever and it's it's well written. I think that the whoever made it, whoever directed it, I didn't look up their name. I think that they must. They seemed like they, they seem like they're like a clever person. They have their finger on the right pulse, and they know that they're making a very small movie, but they're making it accessible. And I think that that was really important for this concept of debt collection, which is 
obviously like very confusing and not super regulated and that was the gist of the movie and so because i didn't understand how um the kingpin's brother would get these debts to begin with like how right. did he pay yeah i, how I did don't he pay the bank a hundred thousand dollars for this hundred thousand dollar debt and what it is is an old debt this is I did, like, the briefest, briefest research, okay, so I could okay. be wrong, but I think the concept will help the movie, at least. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to go into, like, debt collection trivia games or anything, but... So, like, <laughs> oh, if you darn. have a debt that's really old, or mm-hmm. even not that old, like, I, I can, it doesn't have to be, like, 20 years old. It can be, like, 10, 5, 3 years old, you know? And the bank, or whoever did the loan will sell it to a debt collection ag- agency for way cheaper. It's like pennies and I th- on the dollar, Yeah, isn't and they it? Yeah. even use that phrase in the movie, pennies on the dollar. And I think the concept is the bank is not getting paid from you. So if they sell your debt, at least they get some money. Because if okay. they never sell it, they may never get money right, for it. You know, right. or whatever. I don't know. This is just the... And, and so so let's say you have $100,000 debt. And I'm just going to throw numbers. I don't know how accurate these are. And they sell this debt to this debt collection guy for fifty thousand dollars okay? okay and then well that's probably still even more it's probably more like twenty thousand dollars yeah and i'm then, saying like yeah ten so thousand the or debt something. collection agency they offer they call and they're like and you can pay off your debt right now for x amount of money you know for let's say 25 you can pay off your one hundred thousand dollar debt for twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and then so then they make five thousand dollars over okay. you know what i mean they make, right. and i i don't know how accurate this all is but that's how i like once i read up on that i was like okay now i sort of understand the concept better mm-hmm. and so i don't know if anyone is a debt collection expert and you're gonna comment please explain it like you would to a three-year-old yeah. because i don't watchers of movies yeah. at gmail.com um but anyway <laughs> so i think that's how and so then they make money and then so the debt collection agency itself makes money but then the individual agent makes a commission so like like right. she said like 10 percent you know so you'd make twenty five hundred dollars if you got somebody to pay off a $25,000. Right. You know, right, right. so, so, yeah, so that's sort of it. But then in the movie, they sort of explore the Ill- illegality of part of it where, like, people will call on debts that have already been paid and just try to collect yeah, over and over again. Debt, yeah. 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 That woman that, like, clearly had, like, maybe dementia yeah. or something, that was, that, that was like, ugh, that just made me feel real bad. Yeah. Um, by the way, the director's Tanya Wexler. So oh. a woman. Oh, cool. Which is very exciting. She did good. She was fun. <clears throat> I think she's Let's see. I want to see what else she's done. Um Jolt. Hold on. I'm gonna see if there's anything like <laughs> like we know. Mm-hmm. Uh Jolt. I've never heard of that one. The arrangement, girlfriend's guide to divorce, hysteria, relative evil, and finding north. Hysteria, is that the one about um masturbation? Like female like the vibrator vibrator, the invention of the vibrator? Uh, yeah, actually yeah. it's with Maggie Gyllenhaal and yeah. Hugh Dancy, Jonathan Price, wow, Felicity Jones, Rupert Everett, holy shit, yeah. Oh, it kind of makes me want to see that. I really, I was like, I love Rupert Everett. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> Say a little prayer for you <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> Glad you got that reference. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh, me neither. I occasionally think about my best friend's wedding, and I go, yeah, I, I always like. I'm just like, she was so psychotic. Like she was straight up crazy. And I was like, if I, if that had been my friend, and she was like trying to ruin my wedding i'd be like we're not friends anymore <laughs> you're insane you need to leave goodbye anyway 
Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's it's pretty bad if you uh, wait till someone gets married before you finally are like, no, I'm in love with you. Yeah, like, oh my like, god, not, I, I just realized I'm like, not in, in love, love with them. You <laughs> just don't want anybody else to. Have them. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's so, not about this. So, <laughs> yeah. So Tanya Wexler, <laughs> pretty was, cool. Yeah, I, I, I think, think Isabel funny. actually mentioned that she, there was a female oh, director. Okay. So yeah. yeah, there's something. There was something in the movie that made me laugh out loud, and uh, it was so her and her brother were like goofing around at the at the bar, and uh, he, she, she's like, "Come over here," and he's like, "No, you're gonna hit me," and she's like, "No, just come over here," <laughs> and then she hit him, and then he he like got mad at her, and and she said in the in the movie she was like. He's like, just don't hit me again or something. And she goes, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Next time, no. This time, oops. <laughs> and I just, like, I was like, she's so good at being like, uh, you know, it's never my fault. You know, hey, I'll get you know. next time. I'm sorry. I'm not, so- no, she doesn't say sorry. She's just I like, know. I'll get you next time. Everything's cool, right? <laughs> and I really liked that, like, I love that he was, attitude. like, holding her and, like, swinging her around. Because they're, like, they're acting like they're kids, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, just that, I think that they did a good job with casting brother and sister yeah me too you know i think that they had like good chemistry as brother and sister um and i love that that graham was like calling them <laughs> he police. thought it was like there's a domestic disturbance <laughs> and they're both like leave us the fuck alone we're brother and sister we're just fooling around and he's like oh i'm so sorry but he was like there is a domestic disturbance and this woman is in trouble and it was like just not the case at all and she i mean he was he was obviously not gonna hurt her you know he was he seemed like her brother well he seemed like he was like yeah well i mean people people can hurt each other regardless of whether or not they're siblings you know i'm saying like he seemed like he was gentle you know what i mean like he seemed like he was a kind individual Well, they were yeah it was like horseplay it wasn't a real fight (laughs) right 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 But she like hit him in the ball, so she like established that she was like not afraid to just go like womp, like right, and uh, and then she does that later to uh, to Wiz, where she hits him in the balls, and then she like knocks him out with her head. She was, she was like she's, she's a scrappy little yeah, fighter, you she's know, a survivor, yeah, oh big time. She's uh, and then um. I think it was interesting that she kind of like put her dad on this like pedestal. I was going to talk about that as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later that he was like gambling away their money and he was like sleeping around. I know there's like fruit flies. Um, he was gambling their money and like sleeping around and stuff. And so Kathy, who's played by Judy Greer, was like, yeah, your dad's not actually a saint or your dad was not a saint. He like he wasn't actually really a good guy. And she's kind of like, cool. <laughs> like Finding that out, you know, that her dad's. It was kind of a jackass. I have a to, jag off. Jag, <laughs> he's a real jag off. Um, yeah, he probably wasn't even a fan of the Bills. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I really. What are you did, doing in Buffalo if you're not a fan of the Bills? <laughs> I did really like that. Um, like as you get older, you sort of you see like personality types that probably would be difficult to be in a relationship with yeah. but you sort of glorify them when you're a kid because you oh, don't yeah. think of them in that well you, you know, don't know any better your yeah. dad and then and he passed away when she was still very little so she didn't have a time to become disillusioned and then she found out that he was just hustling everybody yeah and i really thought that was that was a really cool i i thought that was a really neat um aspect and something that i wasn't totally expecting because she would use her dad as like ammunition like whenever her mom would try to tell her like don't no don't do this stop hustling people you know get on the up and up she'd be like you know dad would have helped me 
and and then she learned like this dad that she was defying was actually like ruined like a their sexual lives harasser too well, yeah and yeah. he ruined their lives like the kathy was like i'm gonna be in debt for the rest of my life yeah. because of what your dad did well yeah and, and so like the thing is you find out that kathy probably would have been a lot more successful if it hadn't been for her husband which is and because so in he's playing grab ass yeah, you know like with so a bunch of Peg. clients and of course like i wouldn't i'd be like no i'm not gonna show up at your place anymore i don't yeah like i don't even trust to be alone with this guy because he's grabbed my ass before he's fondled me or what ever he's mm-hmm. done either way like you don't want to put yourself in a potential situation where you, you don't you, yeah like yeah. it's scary and and that's that's sexual assault you know and so like yeah you find out that he's like just really like he was just a giant creepy like sleaze ball you yeah know? which you should have like honestly known because m- most hustlers are <laughs> But she yeah. wouldn't. How would she know that? You well, know, like, I think all hustlers have a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> she would just. She would just think he's my dad, and he made things happen. But the r- fact is, like the like distress that they are in are be- is because of him. Not, yeah, he didn't pull them out of anything. He put them further in, and I think yeah. that that was really interesting and a really cool character growth for her to see that her idol was actually somebody she shouldn't be idolizing. Yeah, and I, and I thought that was interesting, and and I liked that she her mom sort of taught her the lesson but she taught it like there was love behind what she was saying to her yeah and i thought that that was she clearly really cared about her kids yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and i i liked that i liked that her mother told her the cold hard facts when they were in you know they'd both been arrested and then you know her mother just kind of left the room and Mm -hmm. left her to her you know like oh I have some things that I have to learn and I thought that that was well done because it didn't get schmaltzy. It was believable. Like the characters stayed the characters the whole Mm -hmm. time and I liked that. And even when she was hustling all of the debt collectors, she stayed, like she was hustling them, you know, when she tricked them and and I really liked that like the the characters staying the same through the whole movie me too mm-hmm. me too and not the same i mean they, they grow but i mean right they don't grow beyond themselves right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no because the it's it's frustrating well and like you were talking about the way way back you know it's frustrating watching a movie where this character suddenly has a paradigm shift that doesn't like jive with their actual you know character development and um and I, I can't think of any I've seen off the top of my head, but that is, it's frustrating because it doesn't feel like good writing. It feels like, oh, I need this to happen, so we're just going to do it instead of actually, like, taking the time to develop it and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And have it make sense with the character. Um, because it's kind of like once a hustler, always a hustler. Even Big if she time. does yeah. it legally, mm-hmm. you know, she's like a salesperson at heart. And I am like... <laughs> okay so one time um i was talking with my parents i think my sister was in town and i was like i was (laughs) we were talking about like salespeople and like how some of them are kind of shady and i said to my dad i was like dad i think that you'd be a good salesman and i go but i don't want you to take that as a compliment (laughs) wow (laughs) and he was like (laughs) (laughs) i don't think he like he was like well i was a salesman and i was like yeah I know. <laughs> I was. It was very much like a. What is that like a? What is that like a? Je- a backwards compliment? Yeah, or something like that. Where I'm like, mm, I think it's called like a jellyfish. There's something. There was like a 
there was a certain term in Bridget Jones' diary that I always try to remember. I think it's called like a jellyfish compliment. Like it looks nice, but it stings oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I I think that she was she was so fun. And I loved when she was like walking out of prison, like how big the smile was <laughs> on her face. And then there was like that sign that said like, goodbye, we hope to never see you again or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or, I, I yeah, like that in the too. prison. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that this very petite young woman has done two stints in prison <laughs> and she never loses her spark, which no, is pretty. I know. I, I like it, how you see her as a kid and she's trying to sell her mom. She's trying to get her mom to give her $1,000. Yeah. She's like 11 years old or whatever. And, and her little brother, JJ's like, I'd do it. Yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> he's he's so like, cute. I'd give you money. And her mom's like, I don't even have I money like, to feed you dinner. Sweetie, you're so innocent. Yeah. Don't give her money. <laughs> and uh, and I thought it was it was, it was was really sad when Wiz came and was like, turns out I I hold the debt to your family's bar. Like the I bar know. that her brother had. And then Such her brother sh- was like, she took him to this dinner and like very like that was really veiled attempt to try move, to get yeah. some information from him about Wiz and any sort of I, I liked how things fell apart for her because yeah. that made for believable growth because I liked how her brother like just always had her back and then at a certain point he couldn't have her back anymore because she didn't she never had his you know right, she was so right. selfish yeah and I thought that that played out really well and I, and I, I really enjoyed that and um yeah, she she actually reminded me a lot of Adam Sandler's character in, in Uncut Gems. Yeah, Uncut I, Gems. I agree. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Except it, for a little bit less, like, super shitty. Yeah. <laughs> She's just... Yeah. She, she could have be, She could easily have become him if her family didn't, like, pull her back right. down. But yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she... that Just that, like, constant hustle, like, I'm going to turn this into more money. Yes. Yes. I'm going to turn this into more money, you know? And, um... But she's also, like, almost kind of this, like, Robin Hood type character, you know? Because she's... Takes all that debt, like, millions of dollars in debt. Yeah, so... The, and it's just like, I'm just going to burn this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, first of all... Why are you burning stuff inside? That's super dumb. Mm-hmm. Secondly, why are you burning stuff inside? That's super dumb. And the rest, I was like, do it, do it, burn that debt, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like so. Uh, they confiscated all those, all the debt, all the paper mm-hmm. from the raid because she sold out the other debt collectors for like right. a ple- like a plea bargain, basically. Yeah, she had like that gross buffalo that yeah. was oh like. My, I was gonna say that buffalo head was disgusting, and I wish it wasn't in the movie because yeah. Num- I think that it would stink. Like I think the house would smell awful well, if they, it was so, there's so all rancid. Those, like flies, there's yeah. flies, and there was like pieces of the flesh were coming off. So it's like. Oh, that's God, not a, I know. That's not a good taxidermy job. It no. probably is really gross. Yeah. And yeah. I don't... And, and the thing about the buffalo head that really bothered me was that it served absolutely no purpose. Like, when she... When it, she took it, really it off didn't. the wall... Yeah. When she took it off the wall, like, she's... Because she said earlier, like, yeah, it's, it's infested, but my mom won't let us get rid of it. And I was like, why won't the mom let him get rid of it? Yeah. But... I thought so there was she maybe it, money in it or something. Me too. That's yeah. what I was going to say. She takes it off the wall, and I think, here it comes. There's going to be, like, a... like. Fifty thousand dollars in there. I know. I was nothing. hoping nothing. there was nothing, and the mom just and the mom didn't even say something like, "Oh, it was your dad's buffalo, and it's the one good memory we have of him." There was no explanation. It I know, absolutely no purpose, except she used it later to put a 
you camera know. in it so she could trick all the other debt collectors and get them in trouble. Right. But they could have done that so easily in any other way. I, any, yeah. No, they could have, they could have like just like bugged the whole bar, whatever. Yeah. I thought that that was weird too. And I was, I was kind of hoping that there was going to be like a bunch of money in there so the mom could be like, oh my God, I'm out of debt, yeah. you know, or something. But it, it was really, it was very strange that they kind of included that because you're right. It was like, it was like Chekhov's gun, but it never gets shot. Yeah. It yeah, was too, so, and it was too gross. Yeah, I, yeah, it, there, gross. it served no purpose that they would keep a rotting piece of taxidermy. And, yeah, and who? And also, who are you buying this taxidermy? Like, I mean, I'm, a, I kind of assume that maybe he. Well, I don't. I was gonna say maybe the dad killed it, but then I was like, probably not. He probably just bought it. But then I was like. Who's, who's he probably got it in like a weird bet or something yeah. but yeah it served <laughs> like, no purpose and i didn't really care for it i yeah. was like just cut it out like Nobody it was almost it. like only there because the name of the city's buffalo That's so what, it's yeah. like who but yeah. so it doesn't like, what that yeah. doesn't yeah it's who unnecessary cares? yeah it's it's uh like we know that the city's name is buffalo <laughs> you don't have to like have a visual representation of it. Mm-hmm. it it you're right it didn't serve any purpose at all it was just like there just to be disgusting and and like why, why do we need that you know so yeah it was weird but i know was, i kept hoping i was like oh there's something in there and then there's nothing and i was like okay and the reason for this is okay yeah nothing i guess so yeah so it's just pointless but i wanted to go back to something you mentioned so like when you were talking about how she called the cops so she she from the da's office which graham the guy Mm -hmm. who she's like kind of like her kind of like boyfriend ish in the movie she's like sleeping with him and um she calls the police from his office and pretends to be his secretary Mm -hmm. so the police went to the other the deck to wiz's place the deck collection place the secretary is so sweet she's like just so like oh hey honey and i was like oh i love her like immediately i loved her i was like she's she's great uh but anyway go on yeah no and then and then later when they when she does that like whole plea thing and they raided all the debt collection agencies and bring all the pieces of paper with the debt mm-hmm. t- back to that same office so that's where she goes to burn them all yeah and so she has to go to prison again for destruction of evidence mm-hmm. because she burns like a ton like i don't know how much paper. it was like, it was like millions of dollars yeah. yeah and uh but yeah i agree like why couldn't she like take I mean, she could, it was a lot. It was too much to carry, so she burned them in the office. But yeah, but it just seemed like that seems like such a risk to I, do yeah, that. You no. know, like that's well, so ruined, dangerous. It's got to ruin his office because the the sprinklers went off. But then when oh, she yeah. got out, when she got out of prison again, he was at her like party and he said he was his her boyfriend so that's why i thought he didn't seem to care really that much right. like he had his moral code like you talked about but she didn't seem to mind that she treated him <laughs> like garbage sometimes now um he was also kind of a pushover too oh big time yeah because, like the judge when he's like eating the wings which was really bumming me out because he was like super messy he was like yeah. all over his face his hands and i was like what are you you're you're at work like it's not like like i work from home so i can eat well we both work at home i can work i can eat whenever i usually like and it, i'll eat at my desk but it's not gonna affect someone's life if i eat at my desk you know what i mean him eating at his desk could affect someone's life yeah so it like 
it, it bugged me because I understand that it was like a joke or whatever, but to me, it wasn't like a good enough joke. Well, yeah, you know? and then like Graham, who was like the prosecuting attorney, and the judge got in, got in a fight because of the bar that they each go to, and <laughs> yeah. that's why. And then she ended up going to prison. Well, and Graham's like, "Oh, I prefer this bar, but if that's not the bar that you yeah. like, then I prefer the other one." And I was like, "Graham." show some backbone bro like (laughs) come on like i was like if you like (laughs) but that's the thing that's the thing that bothered me so much is that it's like if him or her not liking one bar over the other is a big enough thing to affect someone's life you need to maybe not be a judge Mm -hmm. because you're not a good one <laughs> you know? like you're 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 taking into account their win- like what if they don't like wings so what you're gonna be like oh well you're gonna go to prison for life i know i know you only got into a car accident but tough shit <laughs> it's like <laughs> i liked um i thought it was interesting how she took him home to her parents <laughs> to her parents house and they had sex and then the morning her mom was outside the door and he was like oh oh like he didn't know that she lived with her mom she's like smoking yeah. and like drinking coffee she's like then, what i live here and then w- when he when he leaves the woman that comes Rhonda that always comes to the salon is like who's that guy and they're and kathy's like oh peg's got herself a lawyer and uh I love how he goes, oh, you must be Peg's grandmother. And Rhonda's like, what? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> She's so offended. <laughs> and then uh, I do like how he tore, he sort of he sort of warned her. He was like, you know, you might be getting into the debt collection business and you think you're going to be on the up and up, but everybody eventually becomes criminal. And then she did, sort of. Like, I didn't yeah. fully understand what she was doing, but she was like double dipping on loans, like in the middle or something or something, she was doing like something. That, yeah and um and i i thought it was interesting that francis the prostitute was like i talked to one of my johns who <laughs> used to be a lawyer and he said what we're doing isn't isn't great i don't want to go to prison again for small potatoes and she's I know, like her peg's like um so he was a lawyer but he was seeing prostitutes yeah. on the side <laughs> yeah. so you're really gonna trust this guy and i was like she's got a point but i, I mean, also think like peg was so like i can fix this i can, she always thought she could fix it even when mm-hmm. it was starting to sprawl out of control like she, but then she somehow like managed to do like figure it out somehow but she still had to go to prison a second time but then she got them the bills tickets like she used she, oh, took, the, yeah. she took all of their profits and reinvested them and got more debts right but then spent the money on taking them to like this fancy box at a bills game and they were like this is nice i know they're like we could <laughs> do this every week and, and she was like she was like don't eat that stadium sushi i don't trust it and he tried <laughs> to eat it again she's I'm like i mean like, it. don't, don't put that, that down yeah. put that down yeah. and then when they dump that like fake blood on her oh yeah Wiz, Wiz's guys what? like what dumped that it? fake blood on her it's what like the only thing stupid like women should only said. be collecting periods and francis like, is like period blood like bitches collect period blood and then, yeah and then francis is like do, do they know we don't really collect it she's we like do they know what happens yeah. when women have their periods and i was like yeah do they they clearly she's don't like, collect is a weird word to you <laughs> like and she's sitting there at the game like just covered in whatever this like paint yeah. or whatever it was i don't know what it was it, it was it, like a gel or something <laughs> and uh and uh what's her name backer, backer. was like you know you could leave and clean up and she's like nope nope we paid for this and we're gonna enjoy it i know 
Well, and that, I thought Becker made a really good uh, point where she's like, well, if they know you're here, yeah, then they know where you and then, aren't. And so then Wiz's guys yeah. had raided their office, and right. that sort of starts the war. And I, I liked the tactic of the movie, how the movie started when she was like at the peak of like her anger in the war yeah and then it sort of told the story backwards like this is how i got here yeah, and then the you first get to thing see, you see her is like her screaming and then running yeah. for like blocks and blocks and like shooting a gun outside the Into guy's the place air, yeah. this jag off fucked with my money <laughs> <laughs> no one fucks with jag my money off. <laughs> jag off um yeah I, it was a uh, it was just like a fun movie it is, you know? a, it is yeah, yeah it's a really fun movie i liked it good performance mm-hmm. well good performances but really top top good cast zoe dutch yeah yeah, yeah uh, she's she's fun she's a lot of fun in Zombieland too she plays this character who's like really kind of like oh, oh my gosh like ditzy and Jesse Eisenberg's character, well, Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone have, like, a, a, a thing going, mm-hmm. but they're kind of, like, rocky, and so he kind of makes friends with this, like, ditzy girl played by Zoe Dutch, and and they're eat, they're driving, and she starts turning into a zombie, or but oh, they no. think she starts turning into a zombie, and so they, like, leave her in the right. woods, and, and they leave it to Jesse Eisenberg to shoot her, to execute her, because they think she's a zombie, but he can't do it, so he just fires a gun, and then she comes back later in the movie, and she's like, <laughs> no, guys, I was just allergic to the nuts in the trail mix we were eating. <laughs> I wasn't turning into a zombie. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the only, really the only good part of her. that movie. Yeah, it was, like, the only only good oh, that's part. disappointing. The movie wasn't that great, but yeah. her, I really, I didn't really like really the fun. first one, so I was like, I, I didn't liked care the first about the one. first. I thought the first one was really clever. A but. lot, a lot of people really liked it, and I, I like, I finished it, and I was like, that was it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I. It was not my cup of tea. I don't know what it was, but I was just, I was, I was not into it at all. Yeah. I kind of feel about Emma Stone the way you feel about Anne Hathaway. What? Don't talk anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Stop while you're ahead. It's, don't. So, I, I told you to stop. I don't want to listen. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't think it's as extensive. I think it's more just like. I'm just kind of indifferent about her. I don't like. You I, should see uh, Birdman. I should see Birdman. Um, I like she's fine. I don't. I just don't actively seek her out or really particularly care about seeing her films. You know what I mean? It's so I don't because I like her a lot. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> um, but back to Buffaloed. So, would you recommend Buffaloed? Yeah, I, I think it's a fun movie. It's on Hulu. If y'all want to watch it, is it? Y'all? Mm-hmm. I rented it on Amazon oh, no. like an idiot. Oh, it was for free and and Hulu. But I don't regret paying for it. Yeah, so. no, it's a. Uh, I think it's really fun. I think it's clever, and it's just like it's a fun movie. You know, you're gonna enjoy it. It's that's it. What about you? Yeah, I would recommend it. I think it's really clever. I think it's a great performance, as as mentioned previously. It's definitely just like an entertaining. Get a snack watch a movie it's mm-hmm. fast-paced it's the it's characters are long. yeah the yeah. characters are likable the story is easy enough to follow even if you don't understand like debt collection it's, or something yeah, it doesn't overcomplicate it it's yeah it's an interesting concept and at the end they do like a little nod to like how on uh how like uh hedge funds are really not really regulated that well either and <laughs> Because she's like, she's not going to go back into debt collection. She's going to go back. She's going to go into hedge funds. I know. So um, (laughs) I love that part. She's like, let's talk about hedge funds, and I was like. "Mm." 
<laughs> I like, like that. Still a little shady. There. Nothing kills her spirit. No, and uh, she's just really good. Yeah, and the movie's fun. And yeah, I would totally recommend it. I, I just yeah, recently learned that you can watch it for free on hulu if you have hulu <laughs> yes, so, yes. yeah uh yeah so, i guess nothing's free if you're paying for hulu but no, you know but, feels you know, free but i watch hulu a lot so for me it's worth it because i i have it on all the time and um so yeah um yes. you can follow us on instagram and twitter or no <laughs> Not on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook. Weird weird mistake. I don't know why I said that. That was weird. You can follow us on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) Let's just repeat that 20 more times just to make sure it gets to your head. Um, (laughs) At Watchers. Jag off. Jag off. At Watchers and Movies. I'm struggle buzzing today. It's been a week, okay? Or a month. It's been been a while. I am struggle buzzing. What is going on with me? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, email us, you can email us at watchesandmovies at gmail.com. I'll talk, I'll talk normal. <laughs> and thank you to Mike for our theme music. Yes, his name is Mike Myers. You can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 Thank you, Mike. That's probably why I said Twitter. And thank you, Isabella. Yes, thank you, Isabella. It was an awesome recommendation. We both enjoyed it. It was super fun. So, you know, yeah. and... Again, if you want to recommend something to us, watchersandmovies at gmail.com, or you can uh, DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Sam is much more active on Facebook than I am. Honestly, I'm terrible at it. I hardly ever check Facebook, so if you do have Instagram, that's the preferred way to contact us, because I do check Instagram a lot. So, yeah, and the email. So, yeah, and that's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.